When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. A very special fire today. Mm. This fire has been brought to us by the kindling from the Sports Illustrated Kids <laughs> magazines that I found in my basement earlier this week. Isn't that awesome? It's awesome. Did you get Sports Illustrated for kids? Of course. SI for kids? SI for kids was the best. Yeah. The best. And now we're burning all of my childhood memories right now in studio to warm us up here on a lovely wild card edi- oh, excuse me, super, super. wild card That's edition right. Get it right. of Fireside Friday on the Steelers Standard. I think this is easy to do as far as looking at the schedule. We just go from the top and work our way to the bottom, Pretty my easy. friend. Yeah, let's do it. 4.30 p.m. It all kicks off at NRG Stadium in Houston, Texas. The last big football game was actually played there in the college football championship game. Right. And now we kick in off Michigan. wild card weekend with the NFL Browns versus the Texans. Um, expected the Browns to be here in the playoffs, I think, at the beginning of the year. Not with Joe Flacco at quarterback, no. not without Nick Chubb at running back, but expected the Browns to be here. Houston, 10-7. and seven. I wouldn't have been surprised if they were a five-win team at the beginning of the season. Right. But we had said even if they're a five-win team, it would be we feel good about it. Yeah. And Stroud looks okay. Well, Stroud looks way more than okay. He's a runaway, should-be-unanimous Rookie of the Year winner. Off- oh, he won't be unanimous. Why not? Puka Nakua has nothing to say about that. Yeah, he set a record. Two records. I love the quarterback, though. Two records. Yeah, but you know it's CJ Stroud. But that's what I'm saying. It shouldn't be unanimous. Some guy's going to be like, it should be Puka. <laughs> it's more than just a quarterback's league. I actually agree with that. It is more than just a quarterback's league, and I wouldn't hate seeing some flowers thrown at a wide receiver putting up numbers like that. But it's going to be Stroud, whether it's unanimous or not, it's going to be Stroud winning the award. And now a rookie head coach and a rookie quarterback get to host a playoff game. That's what's also so unbelievable is when Stroud got the concussion, you were worried that, A, they were going to miss the playoffs entirely, or, B, their best bet was getting a wild card game. Mm -hmm. They end up winning the division in the last week of the season. Now they get a home game, uh, win or lose, and I'm kind of leaning towards they're going to lose. Oh? This fan base has got to feel great, great. about having – because this is kind of like, yeah, you want to win the game, but this is kind of like a party for the new Houston Texans. Like you know what this out is? Party. Like, it's our first trip to the playoffs in this new era, and we get to do it at home, and we have a winnable game in front of us. Maybe we go on a little bit of a run here. But either way, the future's bright here in Houston, and we had some – they were short-lived. Mm-hmm. This is a pretty good restart for them, but it was some dark couple of seasons in Houston after runs of success with Watson and Hopkins and J.J. Watt. I don't foresee this team making a Super Bowl run. but this Not kind- this year, no. No, but this kind of reminds me of where the Bengals were in their first full year with Burrow. But you didn't expect them 
to do as well as they did, and they made it all the, the way to the Super I'd Bowl. the only thing I'd say different is that that was Burrow's second year in the NFL. Yeah, least. but... <sighs> so he's he been, really he played the, his... But he was around the ball. Sure, like, okay. But Stroud is built from, like, that same fire, I think, that Burrow's built from. He yeah. played at a big-time college. He played in college football playoff games. Uh, each Saturday was in front of 100,000 people. Right. Um... Who live and die with the team. Mm-hmm. Like, if you lose, you're everybody's worst enemy. If you win, you're a hero. So he understands that kind of pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing I'd say about Burrow, though, like, when they lost, once they lost Burrow, I mean, they weren't, um, like, they weren't this, like, surefire bet to do great, right? Like, they were, he had won, like, two games his entire time that he was out there. And then they, they were only like a four-win team all year, so they won two games with him and they won two games without him. So it wasn't anything like really like you really thought he was going to do well, right? Because I mean, look at if if his team won two games in the first half of the season, they probably sure they only won two games in the latter half without him. I don't see them winning more than three or four or five games all year, right? So I, if you could say to a weird extent that the Houston Texans are ahead of schedule compared to where. The, the Bengals were in Joe Burrow's rookie year because the Bengals are tracking to be a five-win team in Burrow's rookie year. But the Houston Texans, we were saying the same thing, but they made it all the way to the playoffs as a division winner. So you have to feel great if you're a Houston Texans fan. Now, and I think, Tom, they have a shot at winning. They have a shot at winning for sure. I just don't think they're going to win. Uh, I think the Browns' defense is, is, is scary. Good. See, I, I lean toward this more banking off of what kind of game you'll get from Flacco. And based on earlier this week, you think it's going to be a great game. You're high on Flacco. I was high on Flacco. Let's see if he can actually do it in the postseason, though. Let's see yeah, if he can really... Yeah, done that before. No, but at this age <laughs> and, you know, after being away from the game for a couple of years, let's see. I think his last playoff win was like... Or last playoff game, even, was like 2015 been a long um i'm long trying to time. think of the last time the Stop, ravens boy, get on that look it up i'm trying to think of just the last time the ravens made the playoffs without lamar yeah look that up for me stat boy go just look at joe flacco's uh, game. excuse go look me at joe flacco's career game logs i'm sure it'll come up with some postseason stuff for you um and i'll fill for you in the meantime he throws a lot of interceptions even though he's bowing out right now so i think houston's gonna have a chance to be opportunistic here uh, turn Joe Flacco over, but a lot like I can't believe I'm saying this. A lot like Josh Allen, he's been overcoming the interceptions by throwing for three touchdowns and throwing for like 350 yards. So Flacco, I'm sure, is not worried about making a mistake or two in this game, especially because he believes in the offensive performances he's been putting up. He thinks that he can overcome a hiccup that a turnover or two might present. So. You know, turning him over is obviously going to be key for Houston, but it's not going to be similarly to Josh Allen, just this end-all, be-all, because if he continues to play like he has been playing, then you know, two interceptions, yeah, you might get that, but you also might look up at the box score, and it's 345 yards and four touchdowns, too. Okay, ready for this? Yeah. Since the Super Bowl run, Joe Flacco's won one playoff game. Okay. When's the last time he was even in the playoffs? Was it 2015? Uh, No. Um, his teammate well, was in it with Lamar, like he was on the team, right? You remember that Lamar's rookie year, Flacco started, Lamar came in, and then they won like seven of their last eight, and Lamar started that playoff game. Uh, the last, if I say the year, it'll give it away. 
He's won. They've made the playoffs with Joe Flacco quarterbacking all year long and into the postseason one time mm-hmm. since the Super Bowl year, and they won one game mm-hmm. in that one year. I know who they beat. Who they beat? They beat us. They beat the Pittsburgh yeah, Steelers, Pittsburgh, yeah, 2014. And Tate, yeah, I remember that game. Mm-hmm. Ray Rice went bananas on us. So 2014 was his last playoff win. appearance. Wow. Win and appearance. And they won. They won a game and they lost the to next. The Patriots the next week. And because the, the Patriots won the Super Bowl, so I was year, wrong. By so I gave good. him a credit for one year. It was they 2014 did. Yeah. Was the last yeah time. Under not underappreciated. Kind of slept on the the, the uh, Ravens missed the playoffs three years in a row. 2015, 16, and 17. What a shame the Steelers nope. didn't capitalize on that it, run, it, huh? Steelers are capitalizing on the Ravens left and right right now. Right now, but uh, no, Harbaugh was way on the hot seat. Oh yeah, way, way no, on the without hot seat Lamar, I think Lamar came Harbaugh's in out of a not out of a job entirely, no, but out of Baltimore. Else, he's not in Baltimore. Out of Baltimore. No, yeah, and then Lamar really saved. Him no, I mean think about the it. They seat. went. Uh, they brought. They drafted Lamar in 2018. They were four and five at one point. Then they turned to Lamar. They finished the year after starting four and five. They finished the year ten and six. Lamar lost his first playoff game, and then the next year they went fourteen and two, and it's the rest is history. I love you know the, the rest you know, is history, as in they choked in the first <laughs> <of the> playoffs. <laughs> you know the uh, conspiracy theorists out there that say the NFL is scripted, right? That's just yeah, like, of course. Okay, thing. so what example are you going to bring up? It's just funny that like we get Rams and, and Lions. And uh, stop it. Gonna I don't want to. But Flacco's going to go to Baltimore in the next round potentially. Like it's they, there are very dramatic. If the Browns lines. win, all it takes is a Browns win and a Chiefs and Bills win, and the right. Browns are going to M&T Bank yeah. Stadium. So you know, That's crazy. I, as all conspiracy theories, a lot of coincidence I think feeds into it, and this is nothing but pure coincidence. But man, there is, it's like General Hospital this year. You know in the what, NFL Tom? Playoffs. I I don't want to see that. I don't, don't want to see Flacco go to Baltimore. Do you know why? Because you want the Steelers to exactly, go to Baltimore. Exactly. <laughs> and then, and then, and then, and then it's Browns and Steelers. <laughs> Steelers haven't won in Cleveland in a while either, so that would be a pretty nice cherry on top of that dessert. Uh, the last it's been year a they while won. since they won in the in Cleveland. Was it twenty? Stat boy, look up the last oh time the Steelers God. won in Cleveland. Um, well, I tell you why. Even though we think C.J. Stroud and Houston's had a great year, D'Amico Ryan's had a great year. I think the Browns are going to win this game, Jacob. Uh, it'll be close. They're only a two-point favorite, but I think they're going to get the road win. I think your Brownies are going to be in the divisional round, Steelers Nation. And just because of the way I'm leaning in the other two games, I think we're going to get the Joe Flacco Baltimore uh, Raven experience. Uh. Uh, last time, by the way, we forget. It was only two years ago. Do you remember that touchdown pass to Pat Fryermuth at the end of the game? Okay, last time before that one. Uh, let's see. Scrolling, oh, scrolling. Oh. That's what I'm saying. Like uh, they, 2017. Yeah, so it's been one win. They tied one year. Do you yeah, remember that first yeah. game of the season? Put it this way. Cleveland's not the easiest place for the Steelers to go in and play lately. No. So... And naturally, the t- the NFL, too, because it's it's a great fan base that has an actual team to root for now. Um, so I just told you I'm leaning towards the Browns. Where are you kind of leaning in this one? I think I'm leaning toward Houston. I like it. I really I am. <clears throat> I really do think that, not to say that I think there's a Super Bowl run left in this team, but I think there's something really favorable for many years to come in D'Amico Ryan and CJ Stroud. Doesn't part of you though also, like if Flacco wins a game or two in these playoffs, like then you have to watch the offseason in Cleveland. Like, are they going to have Joe Flacco be their starting quarterback next year? 
which I think I'd want them to do that because there's no way it can come back and do it again this next Especially year. Especially, right? he's a year older. Yeah, there's no way. And he'd have to do it for, like, an advantage that Flacco has for sure. He started in, like, week 15, like, week 14. Like, he's as fresh as you can be at this point in an NFL season, especially for an old-ass man. Yeah. He has to do it for 18 weeks plus preseason plus training camp. I don't know about that. It's a lot of, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot to commit to to a season. All right, sure. and then uh, Saturday night, are you getting Peacock? I'm not. You're going to go to a bar? I'm going to go somewhere, you maybe a restaurant. It's somewhere I don't know if my grandparents, bar. remember, I so f- I got to go Maybe somewhere. your grandparents have Peacock. Uh, do they even know what, what Peacock is? The animal! What did he say? <laughs> Joe, I can't hear him. What did Jacob say? <laughs> Peacock? The zoo's closed. <laughs> uh, I mean, I think my friend has Peacock, so I can just steal his login if I have to. From maybe a couple. Books. I actually know my friend has Peacock because I have gone over to their place to watch The Office because that's the only th- place you can watch The Office anymore. Oh, wow, Office Watch Party, nice. What do you make of that though? The league putting a game exclusively on Peacock. It makes sense. The league, the NFL, more more so and better than anyone, uh, profits off of their their product, and this is just another way mm-hmm. for them to force people into buying yes. more into yes. their product. Because they, they can say all they want. The fans can say, I'm not going to download it. No way. Really? You're not going to watch a playoff game, really? Do you give the Dolphins a chance in negative two degree weather? Absolutely the not. Negative 30. That's the thing is that maybe people don't actually watch this game because it could. This might be, and, you know, of course, me, with me saying this, it means the Dolphins are going to win. This might be the most surefire lock of the entire first round. I agree with that. I think Kansas City's going to have no trouble dealing with the Dolphins. It's not going to be pretty. Like, I don't, like, you know, right now the line for Steelers-Bills is 10. I don't, like, it's what's four the and a half for Kansas City. Like, it might be kind of close, but it might never seem that the Dolphins are actually threatening to win that game. Well, funny, I think this because of the Chiefs and their offensive dominance of late, but I, the thing that gives me more confidence in them handling the Dolphins in this game is the defensive side of the ball. The Chiefs' defense has been great all year long. It's really low-key been the reason why they've won 11 games and are in uh, this position as the three seed. I mean, Mahomes had something to do with it, of course. He's still amazing. But that defense has been the better side of the football in Kansas City. Um, They're at home, and it's cold, and you know they're going to stop the run. Tua played in Alabama his whole career. he's from Hawaii. Yeah, right. Or his whole college career, and then he went to Miami. Like, he's not used to this. So I think the defense for the Chiefs is just going to stymie that Dolphins offense, which is soft to begin with, anyway. Right. Right. And they don't have uh, Bradley Chubb to help out, either. They don't, either. Uh, defense. Yeah, like, that. the Dolphins are going to have to show up defensively, and that's why I feel so bad for that side of the ball, because they did against Buffalo on that Sunday night. Yeah, they really did well. That punt return doesn't happen. I'm sure that they, oh, they might I, What do we always to, say about special teams? I mean, like I it, said to it Matt, flips the game. Yeah, I said to Matt, I was like, 14 points might— I was starting to feel like 14 points might have been enough for Miami in that game. The way their defense was playing and Josh Allen's knack for turning it over in the red zone, especially. And then the punt return happened. Yeah. And it's just so deflating for that team. And, you know— Last year was the Dolphins' coming out party with Mike McDaniel and Tua. Tua gets hurt. Skylar Thompson goes into Buffalo. They only lose by three, but it's great year, right? Everybody's happy. Sure. You get Tua back, They're supposed then you to sign win. Tyreek. You think you're going to win the AFC East this year. And or, I'm sorry, they had signed Tyreek. You get back. You get him back. You sign Jalen Ramsey. Sorry. Yeah, you go out and you make splashes in the offseason. You're 
If you're an AFC East favorite, you are you're in control from week one pretty much until right. week eighteen. Yeah, it's insane. And then it gets snatched away from you. You're on the road against Kansas City, and I think you're one and done. So what the Dolphins and the Eagles, Mike I don't McDaniel, think have had their seasons flipped more than anything. Mike team. McDaniel looking more like he should just be a coaching assistant coordinator. I know you don't think that. You, you ready to give up on him already? Maybe after next year. You got to give him at least another chance. He's made the playoffs two out of two years. Like, give him one more chance to win the division. At least. At least. He won the division his first year. Oh, I'm sorry. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. And they were wild cards both years. Uh, Bills have won the division for four straight years. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, It went Patriots to Bills, and that's it. Yeah, I mean, like, it'd be foolish to fire a coach who makes the playoffs every year, but... When you have these expectations and, and the league is so competitive, you got to find the guy that but can. But why do you have the expectations? Because of him. Yeah, like sure. He's the reason why the expectations are there. Give him another chance. I'd give him at least two more years, honestly, as long as they continue to make the playoffs. I'm sure, though, there's going to be talks about it if next year it's the same team, where they look really good against really bad Strength teams. Of low. Yeah. Oh, not just low, like he the lowest. Is. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. You know, hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, on Sunday, the 1 o'clock windows when the Steelers and the Bills kick off. Uh, just from a national perspective there, since we talked about it a lot in our first two episodes, I think people nationally think it's going to be a good game. Probably weather-wise having to do with it, but everywhere I turn on ESPN, uh, NFL Network, Fox, they all seem to have the same take that the Steelers have been playing some really good football down the stretch, mm-hmm. and it'll be a good competitive football game. So I don't think anybody's really expecting a, a blowout in this one. No, I don't think so either, but that line still hasn't moved. Still hasn't moved, especially in the weather. You think the weather yeah, would make right. it move down a little bit. One thing we didn't talk about though that's going to be key is the kicking game. Like fifty mile per hour gusts. Yeah, like, you might. I mean, you might not be able to kick Steelers the ball. Steelers brought in Brad Wing. And For, he, I'm talking about points on the board. I know, but well. you got to look at all factors of the special teams, like, but like punting. If you're at an area where you're normally okay with Boswell kicking, it might not be able to just because of the weather conditions. So that that takes a big weapon away for sure. Steelers for sure in this game. Yeah, especially when you have a guy like Boz who can be as surefire as anyone, it might not be the case with that weather. All right, Packers-Cowboys kicks off after the Steelers game is over. That's a 4.30 kick on Fox. Uh, Seven-point favorites for Dallas. Another great storyline. You know, it's kind of overshadowed by the game on Sunday night, but McCarthy 
against his old team, the Green yep. Bay Packers. Although, you know, I, I saw somebody bring up a very interesting, like, point. With McCarthy and the Pack, like, they don't think McCarthy really is going to have much bad blood with the new, with the Packers team that's coming in right now. Like, Rodgers is gone. That's who he beefed with. That's the guy who kind of forced him out because of their disagreement. Like, he has nothing against the guy who took his job in LaFleur. Like, because he, he didn't take his job. Like, McCarthy was forced out. Uh, they chose Rodgers in that power struggle. Yeah. So, like, that guy's gone. He's not a part of that team. Like, I don't think he's going to be as angry seeing that G. Like, like McCarthy's fuel isn't going to be, man, I really want to get revenge on my old team that I won a Super Bowl with, by the way, and they named the street after me McCarthy way, so it's not like they have any bad blood towards me at all. It's going to be more like, I need to win this game because my owner is insane, and I'm somehow being talked about being on the hot <laughs> seat right now if I go one and done. i got to get to the divisional round at least. I, like his I pressure is more honestly, on winning for Dallas than it is beating Green Bay. Oh, I don't know who the pressure is more. Uh, the, There's no, no the, pressure on Green Bay. No, Green Bay's no, house no, money, no, baby. No. But is there more pressure on McCarthy as a head coach or just Dallas as a franchise? Dallas as a franchise. Dallas, well, McCarthy as a head coach. I don't coach know. It's pretty head. even, right? Dallas has got to get something going. Listen, Dallas has got to get to the conference championship game. They, they have to. They probably are the second best team in the NFL right now. The Lions are right there. NFC, I mean. Sorry, I didn't mean to say NFL. NFC. The Lions are probably right there with them. I don't trust the Eagles as far as I can throw them right now. I think if the Eagles were to go into Dallas, they would lose. What say you? If the Eagles were going to Dallas, they would lose in Dallas? Yeah. I think they would right now. I mean, right now, for sure. They did already this year when the Eagles were playing better, and now they're playing like dog crap. So they got to get anything short of San Francisco in the conference championship game, I think is a massive failure for Big D. What say you? Yeah, they I gotta mean, win two playoff games this year. I've I've seen a lot of people say this is their best chance to make a Super Bowl run because of the path. I think. Yeah, it's just e- it's just really easy. They're the two seed. They're they're right. gonna play at home every year and or every game except for San Fran. And just like the lack the lack of competition elsewhere. Not only do they have a favorable, it's not like they're the six seed, but like the 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 two seed and, and the three seed and the four seed are all kind of weak. And you think they can beat them and upset them. No, they actually finally have this home field advantage. Is this a bad take that I'm about to have? All right, let me hear it. Would you rather see the Eagles if you're the Cowboys than the Lions in the second round just based on Wait, the Eagles' would, current would you, play? Would, if you're who? Dallas. Would you, would you rather see the Eagles for a third time? Yeah, I mean, rival? the Eagles, you you beat the Eagles and you, lo- you lost to the Detroit Lions. But like, that's what I mean. And then the Lions are going to be like, this is personal, personal Right, for us. right, like, right. I think I would as as backwards as that logic is because you don't want to see it no, three I times. No, I disagree with Divisional you. opponents are familiar or, with no, each I, other. No, I, I think it's a I think it's a valid take. I think you'd rather see the line, or you'd rather, you'd rather see, see the, the Eagles, Eagles, especially the way both teams are playing. I don't think the Lions are playing anywhere near their best football right now. I think they had a really hot start and they kind of they didn't you know fall off the tracks as much as the Eagles did or the Dolphins did, but they didn't have a sh- uh, like a crazy strong finish either. I mean, maybe we'd be talking about it differently if they had beaten the Cowboys and they win, like, what is what would that be, like, eight of their last ten for sure. But you remember that period around Thanksgiving, they lose to the Packers, uh, they have a close game against the Bears, and they lose to the Bears, right? So it wasn't, like, the best finish, and then you couple that with the loss at the Cowboys that, sure, you, you should have won, but it still shows up as a loss that definitely sets you back. I, I think that, you know... For Dallas, it's a it's a pretty pretty decently easy path to the to the conference championship. It's just I, I just don't think they're gonna 
even if they get there, I don't I don't suspect them winning because I, if they get there, I assume they're going to meet San Francisco. But Tom, you I I I to get back to your original question, I still think the answer to your question is no. Is it conference championship game or bust? Because I think for this team, you've done so little for so long now, right? You know, we talked about the sack record or, or sack statistics dating back to 1982 and how it's a valid. Valid statistical category now because it's been 40 years. The Cowboys have now gone 30 plus years or, or, or approaching 30 years without a Super Bowl title. Three decades is a long time. Like you remember when we were growing up and we were in the early aughts and everyone was saying, Oh, the Cowboys haven't won a playoff game since their last Super Bowl. Well, that was 10 years, you know. Okay, no big deal. It's been almost an additional 20 years on top of all that. I think they have to get to the Super Bowl or bust for them to say, finally, like we're showing that we can do something legitimate. And maybe Super Bowl or bust isn't even the bar to set. I think Super Bowl championship or bust has to be the bar because this franchise has come up empty for thirty or for nearly thirty years now, and I just don't think they're going to do it. I think either they're going to lose in the second round, possibly to Detroit. Or they'll inevitably lose to the Niners in the conference championship. Packers and the Cowboys are meeting for a ninth time in the postseason. They are four and four. Rubber match here. On really? Sunday historically. Speaking. But we know the Packers have won each of the last two. The last time the Cowboys went to the Super Bowl, the last time they were in the NFC Championship game, they beat the Packers and Brett Favre won their way there. Right, but the Packers yes, have won yes, each of the last two. Yeah. Right. You want a cookie? No, I'm just okay. You're right. But no, they were right, both so, so, meaningful no, no. games, or they were both memorable games. There was the Dak no catch, or I'm sorry, not, that the Dez Dez no catch, and then there was that ridiculous Aaron Rodgers throw to the sidelines to uh, James Jones, Jared Cook, Jared Cook. Wow, mm-hmm. the Michael Jackson catch is what right the toe tap, yeah. The, uh, po- and then Mason Crosby kicked like a 50 yard field goal. And it moved. Remember, Jerry Jones was all conspiracy theory after the game. He was like, how's yeah. the ball move in the middle of a dome stadium? And it's like, well, Jerry, when you spin something, <laughs> spin can bend through the air. It's, uh, it's what a crazy remarkable. concept. Talk Physics to a golfer, is. talk to a soccer player. They'll Physics, teach you all, they'll wow, teach you all what about a concept. It, all right, Sunday night, Rams-Lions. I don't want to talk about it's this It's going to be a really emotional I game. I don't want to talk about this game. Have you seen the uh, video that st- the Staffords have put out? Like, no. Talking about the, it's I don't want to watch it. Um, but you know who the revenge side is in this one, Jared Goff. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like, screw McVay. Screw the Rams. Right? Like you didn't want me. You threw me out. You said we were this close to winning a Super Bowl if I just get rid of him and bring in Stafford. And, then and he did. was right. He was right. But you're still a really good quarterback, Jared Goff. Worthy of a number one overall pick, I'd say. No one even thinks you're a bust. Far from it. People think you're more of a top 10 quarterback than they do a bust right now. Uh, that's got to be some extra motivating factor for him. Not only do I want this win for Detroit because it's Detroit, but Jared Goff beating McVay, the guy who told him he didn't want him anymore, and beating the replacement. Sure, the Rams got the Super Bowl, so the ultimate, ultimate revenge would be Goff beating them and then winning a ring of his own. But it's got to feel so good for him after this game if he looks up and it's Lions 27, Rams 24, and he's like, I thought you didn't want me, coach. I thought you didn't want me, coach. Tom, I'll I'll tell you straight up why I don't want to talk about this game. It's because I think the Rams are going to win. I do think the Rams are going to win. Tom, not only has Matt Stafford turned the lights on with Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua, this was completely lost on me. 
I don't know how I missed this and how more people weren't talking about it throughout the season as as it progressed. The Rams started three and six. They won seven of their last eight games. I know, man. They're a dangerous team right now, and and the one game they lost. The Niners, right? No, 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 no. They beat the Niners in the in the season finale. They lost to the Niners early on. Earlier. The one game they lost on the stretch at Baltimore. That punt return that went for a touchdown. You're an NFC West Coast team going to Baltimore, and you took the Ravens in Baltimore to overtime. overtime. Yep, I remember that. They played them great. That's their only loss down the stretch. They won seven of their last eight. I think the Rams offensively are going to torch this Lions defense. It's going to come down to if the Lions can score enough points, and I think the Rams are going to score more points. Like I just, I, uh, I think the over, too. I think the over is going to hit in this game for sure. I think it's going to be fireworks. Monday night, Monday night, final game before we get to our triple play picks. Eagles, Buccaneers, um, the least sexy of all the games. Well, for sure. is it? It, it well, no, it is. It is. I would say. I don't think there's an unsexy game in any of these. Everyone has a story for sure. It's better than some of the four or five matchups featuring the uh, NFC East or NFC, NFC South, South that we've had yeah. recently. Don't you agree? Just well, give me okay. Just give me so straight up right now, without really thinking about it. Like, give me your honest answer. Instinct. Can the Bucks win this, or will the Bucks win this game? What's the question? Can will they? Not? Will they win this game? No. Okay. Now ask me the other one. Can they? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think they can, yeah. Actually. They can. They're only a three-point underdog. Normally, this matchup's like ten points, uh-huh. twelve points. Like. The NFC South. I mean, look team at just look at what the Cowboys did to the Bucks. Since Brady left, it's been the sacrificial lamb. Division. Look at what the Cowboys did with Brady and the Bucks last year. Didn't they win that game like forty to twenty or something? And I guess I guess it hasn't always been the NFC South because you know the re, uh, ooh, the, the West Commanders sometimes creep into that four spot, and the West sometimes does it so too. So like yeah, the Cardinals that one year right. when the Rams won the Super Bowl were the four seed, and then LA just torched them as the five seed. So. Usually that 4-5 matchup is really skewed in the favor of the 5, and the 4 is not so great. But the Buccaneers are playing good football down the stretch. Mm-hmm. Now, if you took a microphone, or microphone, magnifying glass to those final two games, you'd see they got blown. Their one loss in their in that stretch of five games, they got blown out by the Saints, and then they only kicked three field goals against the Panthers to win that game. So right. Even though they look good based on their form, you know, when you really pay attention to how they play, eh, not the greatest. But, I mean, but you're, you're talking about the last... To, and maybe only to be outdone in poor play by the Eagles right now as yeah. far as playoff teams. Are the Eagles the worst-looking playoff team as we sit here right now? Like, no, I still based, think it's the Bucks. Just based on their recent play, I still think it's play, the Because, like, you like the roster on, on Philly more than you do Tampa, do you not? Tampa's roster's good. Okay, well, okay, let me get to that. Um... You were talking about the last two games the Bucks played. They they could have won the division in Early, Week 17, yeah. lost, and then they only won nine nothing. Look at the two games before that, Tom. They were playing a Jacksonville team that was reeling, but still good. Still hadn't lost. You know, the Jags had three games left. They weren't going to lose all of them at that point, but they beat the Jags, and they beat the Green Bay Packers, 30, a playoff 20. team, they, a playoff they put team, a lot of yeah. On the Packers. Baker Mayfield had 4,044 yards, 28 touchdowns, and 10 interceptions this year. It's a pretty good season. And I, I'm not going to say it, this is as good of a loss as you can have. Earlier this year, they played the Niners in San Fran. They lost by 13 Play points. Tough, yeah. All right, there's no puke bowl because it's the playoffs. No. I like all these games. But I do have something new we're going to do. It's called the podium. 
We're gonna get a gold medal, a silver medal, and a bronze medal. So to the basically top three just games. one, two, three. My gold medalist is the Lions and the Rams. Yeah, hundred percent. The best game Without of question. the weekend. My silver medalist, I got the Packers and the Cowboys. I mean, like I just said, uh-huh. nine times they met one of the best playoff rivalries you'll see on the NFC side of things. And then my bronze medalist was tough to pick, honestly. Oh, really? I got Bills. mine picked. I, I picked Browns-Texans. Oh, I'm going Steelers-Bills. I don't know. I think I'm looking at this more from a country standpoint, Jacob, not through black and gold lenses, okay? Okay. Well, I'm, I, just I think, am. I think the Flacco storyline versus C.J. Stroud and, and D'Amico Ryans is, is very intriguing. Plus, it's the first game of Super Wild Card Weekend, so everybody's going to be jacked mm-hmm. for that. All right, give fun. me yours. Gold, silver, bronze. Are they pretty I'm in the same order same as you, but I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not faltering on it, or I'm not wavering. It's Steelers, Bills, and the bronze. Triple play time. Yeah, we do. Okay. Okay. Last week, you went 2-1, and one, but the week prior to that, you went 3-0. Oh, because we forgot to update it, or I forgot <laughs> to update it. threw we. away your notes. We. You're like that Uncle Phil uh, clip from the internet. We. When they do yeah. that Fresh Prince thing. We. Who's we? Uh, I went 1-2 and two last week, but I went 2-1 and one the week prior to that. Uh-huh. Our overall records right now are 26-23-2 for myself. You're 20, 30, and oh, 1. Oh, I'm coming back. But you've won the past two weeks, so the floor is yours. The floor this is This is mine. a valuable first pick because it's the wild card weekend. I'm... Okay, wait. Something major has changed. The line is now 9.5. Oh, you know what? Now that you said that, I forgot to mention news that happened today, too. Jared Mayo. Yeah. New Patriots said coach. Okay. Hiring from within. Surprised? Yeah. Surprised they didn't even talk to Vrabel? Vrabel, right. Like a meeting with Vrabel? Yeah, right. They I knew, also saw someone say, like... speculating, though, they knew it was Mayo. Remember those reports earlier this year? When right. They, they thought right. they knew then, uh-huh. and they were grooming Mayo from that point. We can talk about that later. The Patriots aren't relevant. Well, it's right news. Now. They're just saying it it's was news. news. For sure. First, first coach to be hired this year. How about that 24-hour stretch of... Pete Carroll, well, Mike Vrabel to Pete Carroll to Nick Saban to Bill Belichick. Yeah. I mean, no offense to, to Carroll and, and Vrabel, but it added to it. Mm, Carroll, Saban, if you, the four you name there, Vrabel's that clown in that one meme. Yeah, right. Like SEAL Team 6 going right. to the video. Like, Carroll and Saban and Belichick, different clowns. For sure. All right. But I'm, I, I mentioned it because I'm going to take it. I'm taking Steelers plus nine and a half. Don't know if they win, but I think they can cover nine and a half points. I think that's the best play on the board this week because of the point total. I just, the weather, the fact that the Steelers are playing good yeah. football, I think it's going to be closer than that. I'm going to take the Rams plus three. Oh! I mean, I get the points, and I also think they're going to win anyway. So, yeah. That. I'm going Kansas City minus four and a half. I kind of wish it was a little lower, but I still think they're going to win. I think they can win by a touchdown. All right, now this is where it gets. I think those were the three obvious picks right there. Like, my favorite three picks are Rams plus three, Steelers plus nine and a half, and Chiefs minus four and a half. Okay. Just, just for the record. You stole two of them, but those are those are my personal That's favorite That's what I get picks. for doing really well these last two weeks. I'm going to go with the Cowboys minus seven. Oh, I was looking at it? I think they can win that game by ten points. So I think I'm going to go Tom, Cowboys minus seven. I might be... S- you going to go opposite? You said you went Rams minus three? Plus three. Plus three. Sorry. Lions are favorite. You know what? Screw you, Tom. I'm all in on Dan Campbell. I'm going Lions minus three. See, you had two really great picks there at the beginning. Now you picked with your heart, and you're wrong. I am picking. You just don't want That's what the playoffs are about. You just told me you think that the Rams are going to win. You just said I That's what the playoffs are about. Look, if you want to risk your chance of coming back on me in the triple play just by based on your heart, and you want the Lions to win, All right, so you have the floor. So 
You couldn't make that pick because you already picked the Rams minus, or plus three. So where would you have gone next? So tell me where you're going. If I were you? Well, you have the floor. You can yeah. make any pick you want. So this is what the pick that I should have made, essentially. That's what you're saying. I'm going to take the Eagles minus three. Okay. They'll win by a touchdown now in Tampa Bay. Okay. They could. How about this? As much as we just said the Eagles are very unimpressive, not Bills and Steelers would be the game I'd peg most likely for a blowout. I think Eagles-Bucks would be in the favor of the Eagles just kind of waking up and just rolling. Okay. Out. Yeah, and I mean, Eagles. I pointed it out. I think I, I saw the score. The Cowboys won that game 31-14 to last year. In Tampa? In Tampa. Yeah. Against Brady. So not Baker, Brady. Give me the Eagles minus three. Now it is time for the Steeler game prediction. Go ahead. It's going to be a close game. Don't worry, Steelers fans. You're not going to be... You're not going to be miserable by the seven-minute mark in the first quarter like you may have been in the past couple of playoff games. This this game is going to last through the fourth quarter, giving you some hope. Unfortunately, I think the ride does come to an end. Let me hear um, it. I got the Bills winning this game, 23, Pittsburgh, 17. How dare you? Is that the same score you were going to have? No. What? No. You're picking the Steelers. How can you not? This is what the playoffs are all about. This is what it means to have a team that you actually believe in for the first time in I don't know it's how not, long. You made it seem like I picked the seven over no, the two. No, 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 like, no, no, no. How could you not? No. I'm going the I, I, I did it with the Lions and the Rams. I'm doing it with the Steelers and the Bills. I'm picking the Steelers to win this game. How could you not? But I think the weather plays a huge factor. How could I not? You know exactly how. I know I how not. you can. Um, I, how you could not. I'm going Steelers 14. Uh. I know. And... Um, Bills 10. You like didn't even care what the Bills. You were like, Bills, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Steelers well, 14, you know what? Bills less than 14. You, you said 23-17. Yeah. Like, that's a lot of field goals. I don't know if there's going to be a lot of field goals in this game, so I, I figured one field goal between two teams is likely. I heard a rumor. Oh. The Steelers Pro Shop's having trouble keeping those number two, number two <laughs> number jerseys, two jerseys on the shelf. But you can gear up with the latest sideline apparel hats or jerseys of your oh, favorite you can players gear like up. Rudolph. Authentic memorabilia, custom items, and exclusives you can only find directly from the team at one of the official Steelers Pro Shops located at Acrisure Stadium, the Grove City Premium Outlets, or the Tanger Outlets, or visit us online at shop.steelers.com. Steelers Nation, the weekend is here. All of you traveling up to Buffalo. Very short drive, Jacob, and I was looking on the secondary market. Tickets aren't bad. They're like no, 110 bucks, 120 bucks. I see bucks. right here 103 that ain't bad. I don't know how many added fees come in after that. If I did not work for the network, I'd be jumping in the car and probably If I weren't visiting my grand, I love my grandparents. If I wasn't visiting them this weekend, I have friends going. It's a very, very easy drive, uh, but the weather is going to be bad. So for safe, sure. safe driving up to Buffalo for Steelers Nation, but get up there and infiltrate Highmark Stadium, infiltrate Bills Mafia as best you can, Steelers Nation. Tackle Josh Allen with five guys at a time. Do turn it. him over. Do it. Get points off of the turnovers. Do it. And Mason, just keep on being Mason, baby. Oh, and one more thing. Run the dang ball, Bert. <laughs> Bert, it's 15 degrees outside and 10 inches of snow. Run the ball. And I think you just might get a big upset for your Pittsburgh Steelers if all those things go I in think your you favor. I, th I think you will. I hope you're right. I hope we're back again. We'll be I back again next wrong. week regardless, but I hope we're back again talking about Baltimore and talking about a big win against Buffalo. Coverage starts locally at 9 a.m. on DVE. Steelers-Bills kickoff at 1 p.m. Playoffs? 
playoffs, baby. Uh, He's Jacob, I'm Tom, and this is the Steeler Standard. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 